Welcome to the RSP Cast Scouting Glossary. I'm Matt Waldman with the Rookie Scouting Portfolio. This is a new short series where I define criteria that I use to scout NFL prospects for the Rookie Scouting Portfolio that you can find at www.mattwaldmanrsp.com. Um, you can also find video breakdowns and deeper explanations of these scouting terms at my YouTube channel, Matt Waldman's RSP Film Room. And of course, you can go to my site, www.mattwaldmanrsp.com, to see this in written form and video form. Let's get to the show. Welcome to the RSP Cast, the Scouting Glossary. This is a short podcast that covers criteria that I use to study receivers for the Rookie Scouting Portfolio publication, something that I've made available to subscribers since 2006. It's what I'm known for. Um, I have a process that I've developed and after borrowing it from best practices used in operations management and applying it to scouting football players, the RSP is one of the most purchased independent draft guides by NFL scouts, at least according to recruiters I know, like Director of Recruiting at SMU, Alex Brown, who visits with scouts and GMs, um, NFL personnel people on a weekly basis as a part of his job as they want to inquire about potential NFL prospects. So let's talk a little bit about the coverage triangle. Why do receivers have to possess knowledge of it for the NFL? Well, we're going to take a look at a play from Ohio State NFL draft prospect Jackson Smith and Jigba as an example of that. And one way of answering this question of why do receivers have to possess knowledge of the NFL, um, of the tri coverage triangle, is really by asking another question. Why do a lot of top athletes at wide receiver in college fail to transition quickly, if at all, to the NFL after promising performances during training camps where they make one big play, it seems like, every day that impresses beat writers? Well, the reason is, is that re receivers have to be on the same page with their quarterbacks when reading coverage. This means understanding changes to the coverage late in the pre-snap phase and early in the post-snap phase of the play. This means alignment shifts, drops, or climbs of defenders, changes in their leverage position on a receiver, the body language of a defender that may indicate a blitz or a drop. These are just some of the factors that a receiver and a quarterback have to see the same way. And when they do, the receiver will be adjusting his route to a pattern that will break open against that coverage. And a significant factor in this decision is the coverage triangle, which consists of some of the combinations of three defenders. We're going to look at it here with this particular play, which is the defensive back over in Jigba, who is slot right. You're going to see that defensive back here. You have the safety over top, um, and then you have a linebacker who is often usually on the inside of a receiver. Now, obviously, these players can all be in different positions here. Um, you'll even sometimes see variations where maybe the defensive end or defensive tackle has to be accounted for as part of the coverage triangle because they might drop into coverage underneath. You see that more often in the NFL. Um, so sometimes we're going to see these positions play roles that vary from what I mentioned. The basic point is that you have usually have three defenders that a receiver should be taking into account before the snap and also early in the post-snap phase. This is what quarterbacks are often doing, at least the top quarterbacks. Um, they see these slight changes and they know 
what type of adjustment they need to make. This is why processing information in the middle of the field is very important. The closer you get to the middle of the field in terms of where your starting point is as a player, whether it's a running back, a tight end, a slot receiver, a quarterback, an interior lineman, the more things you have to account for and the quicker you have to be able to respond efficiently and accurately for it. So what happens here is that when the receivers are running zone routes, especially slot receivers who do that, they need to account for this triangle of that defensive back, the linebacker, and the safety. And on this particular play, we see Ohio State wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba in a situation where he's where that's you know he's looking at this coverage triangle. Now, I'm just going to warn you: there may be this may be a play where Jigba is just running one route, and they know the coverage of that that's here. And he just is running one route and he's not really accounting for this triangle on the level that I'm going to explain it. But it is something that you're going to see receivers have to do in the NFL. And this play gives you a good example of that regardless of what the intent of the receiver was here. I really want to note that because this still applies even if it didn't apply for this particular play. All right. So you're going to see pre-snap. See the defender. The defensive back here, he's kind of leaning in, and this defensive back also to the inside looks like he might be blitzing. Look at the point here by Njigba. Um, you know, you see Smith and Njigba make the point there. He's pointing to the quarterback pre-Smith, pre-snap, pre that this defensive back is going to blitz. So he's alerting his quarterback already. That's a good sign. You want your receiver to communicate that. That should also indicate a lot of things that are going on unsaid here between a quarterback and his receiver, which is when the receiver points out a defender like that, that means this guy is coming towards you. That also means it changes the coverage triangle on how I'm going to run a route. And part of that coverage triangle, well, if this defensive back's coming, then that's not the primary coverage for him. It's most likely going to be the safety because the safety's playing inside and over the top so that you've got inside shade most likely one-on-one -on -one coverage here you've got a defensive back on the outside here playing against the and then this isn't part of the triangle but you know that this defensive back with the receiver to the same side here is also playing inside shade of that receiver which means that's also a man-on-man -man leverage which means that he's looking for someone to play man-to-man -man with him at a certain depth and that's this defensive back this Linebacker is too far inside the hash to really be a factor unless Smith and Jigba is running inside. That means that if this guy's one-on-one -on -one and working deeper, this defender is running to the inside, to, uh, running a blitz here, that leaves him one-on-one -on -one with the safety. That's reading the coverage triangle pre-snap. Quarterback should be reading the same thing. And if the quarterback decides that that's a good place to go with the ball, then Njigba's going to break this route to the outside. And that's what he does here. Breaks it outside underneath that one-on-one -on -one that's being run off deep. The safety has to react to that. The defensive, the linebacker here, he, he's not even a factor. So that's how he solves that coverage triangle. Now the quarterback goes elsewhere, but you can see how wide open Nj Smith and Njigba is on this particular play. So it's important to just understand that when you're looking at the coverage triangle, that these are the types of things that they're looking for is like, okay, who's taking themselves out of the triangle, whose position makes them not a factor in the triangle, and which player is most likely going to be primarily responsible for you left over from that. 
And so what he finds out is he rules out this guy, the the blitzing defender. He rules out the inside linebacker because he's too far inside. And that means he's got a one-on-one with a position with a safety plane inside. And inside shade by a defender, that leverage plane inside of a receiver, whether it's a defensive back, you know, a, a cornerback, or a, or a safety, inside shade usually means one-on-one. Outside shade usually means some level of zone. Okay? And as a result of that, he's open here if the, if the quarterback wanted to make that adjustment. Now, I would have liked to have seen the quarterback go here. It would have been an easy play based on the fact that they're backed up in their own red area. Um, but he probably felt like this one-on-one was a good opportunity with the safety plan that far inside to take the chance here. But you would have seen in the pros a lot of times a guy like Tom Brady make the easy play. Just throw that ball, let the receiver get yards after the catch because if the ball's out right here and the receiver makes this catch, look at where the defender is. Look at where the uh, you know where the safety's running off with his back. If he cat and Jigba, Smith and Jigba catches this ball here, he's turning up the boundary and may have himself 20, 30 yards, if not a much longer play if this defensive back doesn't turn around in time and the safety, you know, his angle's cut off. So that gives you an understanding of how the coverage triangle can be really helpful. Um, you know, and NFL receivers obviously have to be aware of this triangle and how to decide which route to run based on it. One of the primary decision factors is based on the position of each defender on the triangle. So when you're watching receivers on Sunday, spend some time identifying the coverage triangle, accounting for them, and you'll begin to see the logic behind their route decisions versus zone or even certain man-to-man you know, looks where you go, well, why is that defender playing so deep and he's got man-to-man coverage on him? He had no chance at that. Well, it was because of the read of the and the route adjustment, not so much that the defender was out of position. It was just the, the the offense solving the defensive puzzle in a way that put the defender in that poor position in the first place. Um, so you'll begin to understand also why some of these top one-on-one athletes in the college game aren't on the field as much as fans hoped. You know, guys like Traylon Burks, who is a, a terrific athlete, but maybe we might see him have to, you know, get more plays that are schemed to get him open as opposed to him winning situations where he's making great reads of zone coverage. Um, So, you know, top slot receivers and top primary receivers who face a lot of zone because they don't want to put them, but one, they don't want to put the top outside receivers like Devonta Adams and man to man. They like to have multiple people cover them. Solving these triangles and solving these coverage thing, um, conundrums with quarterbacks and being on the same page and be able to point something out or notice the same shift or the same change is very important. And that's what you see here is Smith and Jigba making that little point. Those are the types of things you see pre-snap and then early post-snap. You you get the confirmation of what's happening here. If the quarterback was looking to the side and saw this, the ball he could have finished right here. The ball would have been out if he was pointing to, you know, going in this direction and really noting this blitz. And this could have been a huge play. Instead, you have a nice catch by Chris Olave. But what you could have had was possibly something much greater. Thanks again for watching. 
For more RSP Boiler Room videos, more RSP Scouting Glossary videos, they're going to be showing up on my YouTube channel and at my site, www.mattwaldmanrsp.com. My YouTube channel, Matt Waldman's RSP Film Room. Thanks again.